The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Mogul Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Real Estate Mogul Podcast. Today, I'm joined with real estate broker Meg Tangy. Meg, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, this is exciting for us too. So um, originally, a Wisconsin native, correct? You grew yes. up there? Yes, I did. Small town, center of the state. Where, whereabouts? Um, a small town called Mosinee. Mosinee. Mm-hmm. Now, is that like Madison-ish? Uh, two hours north of Madison. Oh, so still up there a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. Wisconsin's a beautiful state, though. Yeah. It's a hike up there, but it's good. Yeah. And not, not too much tourist attraction, right? No, no. I mean, you have the Dells, which is really a fun spot, but yeah. um, that's still an hour, you know, an hour and a half from where I grew up. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so what, what drew you to the big city of Chicago? I, you know, I started um, bartending and in the wedding scene uh, when I was in college, it was kind of my college gig to make some money and I fell in love with it and decided, you know, the big city is where I could, you know, grow and, you know, make some good money and, you know, be in that, you know, event space. And so I came down here in 2007 and I've been here ever since. Well, um, the, the, the bartending, was that up in, in Wisconsin? Were you going to school in Wisconsin? Yeah. Well, where did you go to school? Uh, uh, University of Wisconsin Stevens Point. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I bartended at a country club, you know, my senior year in high school, and I bartended through my entire college oh, career. That's not, that's not a difficult thing to be a senior <laughs> in high school and bartending, yeah. right? Yeah. Think a little different up in Wisconsin. Yeah, you can you can bartend at eighteen. So oh, I took okay. advantage of that and you know uh, applied at a country club and I bartended and drove the bev cart. It was. The best summer job I could ask for. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. Um, so, is that what led you to a career in hospitality? I mean, yeah. And, and did you go to school for that specifically? No, I graduated oh. with um, business and psychology, actually. And Interesting. I just fell in love with the the wedding scene and the event, you know, and working events, and I I wanted to make a career out of it, and I figured that Chicago was a great space to do it, and so I moved by myself, packed up my oh, car, no found a studio apartment, um, of course, in Gold Coast, because that's all, <laughs> that's all I knew. <laughs> and so I, I um, Very yeah. sex in the city-ish. Yeah, <laughs> I just kind of moved down here and started applying and worked as a server at Cortino for, oh, no yeah, for that, you know, just to make some money while I tried to find my, you know, my big break in the big city. And, yeah. And then I got hired at Peninsula and you know, I, I grew up from there and, you know, that, that hotel has trained me to be, you know, the kind of person I am now from, you know, just relationships and the type of service and everything. So I, I couldn't, you know, be more happy that that was kind of the first place I got hired yeah, in, no. in, in Chicago. Wow. I mean, that's kind of the cream of the crop at that point, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, yeah, I'm, you seem very strategic in, in the way that you approached it. You know, you, once you kind of decided, hey, I want to be in hospitality, want to be in the events, um, you know, space industry, made it your mission to come down here, right? Yeah. What wh- what was it about, I guess, um, Chicago specifically, but also just that caliber of, of type of event that drew you to that? Um, well, Chicago, you know, I wanted to be in a big city, and I, it was the closest big city for me to be away and it wasn't as 
crazy as New York, and it was greener and more neighborhoody, right? Yeah, yeah. So you had a little bit more community than than New York, and so that I I just loved it from there. And then when I moved down here and I started working at the restaurant, I I talked to everybody, every <laughs> single table. I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do, and you know, and this is why I'm here. And and finally, just talking about it, I I had met somebody. Um, and some one of the other servers has, had gotten hired at Peninsula, and just talking about it to everybody, you just kind of start getting connected, and you know, and it's just like passing out your business card now as a yeah. real estate agent. You're like, hey, I'm I'm in real estate, and you just talk to everybody about it. For sure. Sometimes you meet somebody. Absolutely no. What, so what what was the uh, first role you had at the Peninsula? I was a conference concierge. Con- oh, like for corporate con- con- yeah. conferences. That's corporate it? conferences. So I kind of was between the meeting planner and our you know corporate planning team and I kind of when they um when the meeting planners came on site I was their go-to for everything and you learn very quickly every single part of the hotel from the rooms concierge receiving packages um the the culinary side the banquet side the planning side and you just really get the maximum exposure and so um, and then from there, I, I went into banquets and and started, you know, actually running the events, and I I loved it. I, I loved every second of it. <laughs> well, it seems like it'd be something that's pretty high paced. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you start at usually five in the morning until. That's whatever. what time you'd have to be there. Yeah, five thirty usually, smokes. five to five thirty, depending on what time breakfast was. <laughs> and like, who, who is, I'm assuming it's everything. Like you, you get to see. A little bit of everything, mm-hmm. doing what you do, right? Mm-hmm. How, how many years did you spend in that specific role? Two. Okay. Yeah. And how long did you spend at the Peninsula total? Um, I was there for just over three years, I believe, at the beginning. And then I got a banquet manager job at the Sheridan for a little over a year. And oh, then nice. I went back to Peninsula when they had a position open up for a banquet manager at, at um at the peninsula so i ended up going back as soon as that job went because ultimately i wanted to be at peninsula so then i spent oh another probably three years there mm. and then um, i got hired at four seasons as their director so so yeah. a banquet manager now uh, are there is there only one banquet manager or are there multiple there's multiple managers? yeah gotcha. yeah there's usually a lead in the department and then um a, you know a few banquet managers because you're working from like I said, five in the morning until, you know, a wedding or an event, you know, a dinner event might get, not get done till midnight or two o'clock in the morning. So you have multiple people from an a.m., a mid, and then an evening shift so that you cover all day. Yeah, no, no. And, and obviously this is a real estate, you know, podcast, yeah. not, not to get too far into the hospitality, but I think it's it's benefited you so much to have that experience, right, in terms of what you bring into real estate. A hundred percent. I what I love about real estate is, you know, what I learned in hospitality and it's people, you know, it's finding your unique wants and needs for whether it be your wedding or your corporate event or your charity gala. Every, every single event is different in its own way. And every human is different (laughs) and every home buyer or home seller is different. And it's finding out what exactly you need from me as your real estate agent and then I can really make that experience, you know, the most beneficial for you and what you're looking for. And so I love how they they really are. Um, they're so similar. For sure. No. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, real estate wasn't exactly your 
your first choice or necessarily what you thought you'd be doing when you came to Chicago, but obviously so much has changed. Yes, so much <laughs> has changed. And especially for the hospitality industry. Yeah. Right? Like, so, yeah, take me through, I guess, that transition for you where in one minute you're doing hospitality and the next minute, you know, you're doing real estate. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm in the same boat as hundreds or thousands of hospitality people where, you know, COVID hit and there was so much uncertainty and you didn't know what your next step was and you were just kind of waiting to see how this pandemic unfolded. We left um, thinking, hey, two weeks, we're going to be back, you know, and two months later, you you know, this was June of last year. It was, okay, you're coming back because the city started lifting some of those restrictions and we thought we were on the up and up and then cases rose and so then we got shut back down again in yeah. July and that's where we or my myself um I, you know I was part of that kind of second wave I feel that got laid off instead of just furloughed mm-hmm. so it was kind of the next step and at that time it was kind of like okay so you know COVID had hit you know um you know we had lost a few you know family members and um you know, personally, we had lost a few things and then I lost my job. And then, you know, you kind of hit, you feel like you're at this rock bottom spot. And I just kind of, you know, was like, where am I going to go from here? And how can I do something that I really love to do? And someone um, that I had worked with in the past had made a transition to real estate about five years ago. Mm. And he was just like, Mike, I have been telling you to get into (laughs) real estate for five years now and do it and so I signed up for school literally probably two days after you know everything um I signed up for school and got my license I joined Keller Williams one Chicago because of their community and you know their training program and just you know the culture um just fit very well with my hospitality background and I and I just jumped in the deep end, you know, you know, straight in, and I have been loving it ever since. First of all, congratulations on that, because that's a huge leap, and I'm definitely taking a chance on yourself. What would you tell people listening that, uh, kind of the same situation, where maybe they've been told you should get into real estate, they have that personality for it, uh, but just haven't made that 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 leap, right? Uh, what are some words of wisdom that you can impart from from that perspective? You know, it, believe in yourself. I, it, for me, I, um, you know, I have self doubt a lot of times where I'm just like, you know, I, I want to give so much of myself to my clients and everything, and so there's always this little bit of self doubt in the background. But I'll never forget. I heard um, there was one of the the sharks from Shark Tank mm-hmm. said. She she will take somebody who has self doubt over somebody who is 100% confident any day because they tend to push a little bit harder, and so that's so true. Yeah. I I kind of feel like you know you're always going to have self doubt. Like, am I going to be good enough, or can I do it, or you know all of that stuff. And and my words of wisdom is, yes, you can. You know, if you put the time and energy into it, you can be successful at anything. You just have to do it. You know, it's just stop saying the what ifs and get up and do it. No, it sounds like what you're saying is, uh, you know, that a little bit of self-doubt you found 
one works for you, but is also a great motivator, right? To Huge motivator, yeah. yeah. So, so from the hospitality standpoint, I think we've talked about this too. Is just you know being hospitable, right? It's in the name, but yeah. What, what's your approach to your clients with that background? And you know, I, I know that it's very deliberate in in everything that I mean. Even for me, I, I always talk about a Michelin experience, like a, yeah. a Michelin star experience. You know, when in any business, but but for you specifically, you know, how how do you approach? Um, one, your relationship with your clients, but also the experience for them uh, from a real estate standpoint. Yeah, it's for me, it's going into it, making sure they know that this experience is 100% about them. You know, what they want in their next home, what they're looking for, what their specific needs and wants are. It's not, it's not whether I like the home. It's not whether I think it has curb appeal or you're in the right neighborhood. If that's what you want, then I am 100% behind you. And if I, you know, what I'm here for is to give you the facts. Is the house safe? You know, what, you know, is there anything wrong with the foundation or something like that? I'm going to give you factual information so you can make the right decision. But at the end of the day, it's about you. And so how can I help you, you know, make make that strong decision and make you feel like you're making the right one in the right home. Um, But I like to get to know people. I'm about relationships. I want you to be able to feel comfortable calling me if it's about you can't find a painter or (laughs) you need, you you know, like, who do you recommend for this? Or, you know, I need help with whatever the situation is, is that I'm here for you, not just to buy a house, but I'm fully invested in you and, and we're building this relationship together and I hope that we can work together down the road, you know, and and it's it's so relationship driven for me. And so I want I just like to build that that confidence that they're making the right decision, that you're comfortable coming to me with any question that you have. There's no dumb question. <laughs> trust me. Like I, sometimes I find myself reaching out to people to ask some of the most random questions. And I'm like, sorry if this sounds, you know, like elementary, but can you explain this to me just so I can be confident moving forward? And and a lot of times if it's an inspector or another agent or my lender or an attorney, uh, they're like, no, Mike, that's actually a really great question. So you may think it's a dumb question, but I can guarantee you it's not, you know. So it, for me, it's it's building that that comfortable relationship that you can ask me anything. Yeah, the only, the only dumb question is the one you don't ask, right? Right. For yeah. sure, for sure. 100%, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I know, you know, realtor obviously, is, and you mentioned like, you know, knowing a plumber and, yeah. you know, having these resources and these people in your corner. And how did you approach... Um, building that team for yourself like whether it be from the lender side the attorneys like there's so many people that that are involved behind the scenes that you know people don't necessarily reach out to when they're ready to make you know, that that selling or buying uh, um transaction right yeah but but how did you approach that like what what kind of qualifications do you make sure that that people meet you know what, yeah what what goes into being on the mag tangy team on the mag tangy team it's you know it's just having the same values that i have you know i want someone to treat my clients the way I'm treating them. So, you know, I want them to be responsive. I want them to approach any sort of questions or needs they have, you know, with grace and being kind, you know, because they don't do this every day, you know, whether they're a first time home buyer or even if they've bought and sold a few houses, every single transaction is different. And so um, I want them to be on the same level and, and giving that same experience. And so when I, have started building this, these teams and reaching out to lenders and reaching out to attorneys and having those conversations. It's those people who 
I could sit there and have a conversation with and they're like, Meg, call me anytime or your clients can call me anytime and I want them to feel comfortable. And those were the types of things that when I'm recommending somebody, I know that any person that I recommend is 100% verified and that you're going to be treated with, you know, kindness and grace during this entire experience from start to finish. And every transaction that I have done this far has you know, knock on wood, has gone so smooth and everybody has felt um, has felt welcomed by every vendor that I use. And so it's it's been really great. Um, and right now it seems like the market is just super, super hot. Like that's yes. the one thing I keep seeing everywhere is uh, uh, housing shortages, right? Where there's not enough inventory. You're correct. Yes, there it's it's a low inventory. Um but it also, Chicago is very neighborhood dependent. So what's going on in Lakeview or Lincoln Park or Irving Park for you know single family detached homes versus maybe what's going on in West Loop or South Loop, they're all so different. So mm-hmm. you know when you're looking for a neighborhood, it's understanding what's going on in that neighborhood because you can come in, things are on the market a little bit longer in the South Loop and on, in the West Loop. It's not it's not as heavy as Lincoln Park or Lakeview, um, but overall there's low inventory, and people are jumping on houses as soon as they come on the market. And so you have to have a really good strategy. And and my and my my strategy is I want to build that rapport with another agent because it's not just my relationship with my client; it's going to be the relationship with that agent through the entire transaction. Yeah. So. I always try to reach out, have a conversation, and see what the sellers are looking for and, and asking, you know, and making sure it's a win-win for both the buyer and the seller because ultimately, you know, I want my clients to feel like they're winning as well and not just the sellers winning. So, 100%. Yeah. No, and in that too, I guess, you know, is there a concern or, um, or how do you address the concern of if, if it's such a seller's market then and there's a, short, a, a shorting in, or shortage of, of housing, and I sell mine, am I going to be kind of without a house then? You know, is it going to be difficult for me to buy a house? Or, is, you know, is it worth it? You know, some of those questions that come up for people, um, you know, what are some of the things that you're hearing and, and how are you responding to that? Yeah, I mean, it is, it's definitely a concern, you know. So the way I've kind of approached it is it's, it's different in every neighborhood. So depending on where we're selling or where you want to buy, you know, and it goes to the same with the suburbs too. You know, some suburbs are really hot and some are a little bit less, you know, really, really active. And so, you know, depending on the client and their specific situation, I approach it, where where are you selling and where, where are you buying? And so we may start to look for a house first. And then as soon as we get that under contract, you know, if we, if we get a contract with a home sale contingency or vice versa, sometimes will try to get their home sold first before um, before we move. And it, you know, again, every transaction is different. So, you know, it's kind of what, where are you in your life? If you are moving with children, if you're able to crash at your parents' house for a couple weeks while your other one closes, for I mean, sure. every, every transaction has been a little bit different depending on what you need. So we approach it based on what you need. How much education do you feel is needed or, you know, how much of a learning curve is there when you're working with people, regardless of whether they've been through the home buying uh, or selling process before because of how different 
you know, transacting in real estate is. And, and it varies, right? From either decade to decade, mm-hmm. from county to county, state to state, right? So, you know, how, how much of a learning curve is there? And, you know, are there those resources for people to kind of find online um, or whether it be through seminars? But I guess, you know, where, where should people start if they do have questions, if they're trying to become a little more educated um, in, in, in the process in general? Yeah, you know, I I try to make sure my clients know from start to finish. I never assume that they know anything because maybe their their last home they did 10 years ago and it's not like you remember every single step of the process. For sure. So for me, especially when I meet you know whether I I know you, you're my friend or I don't know you and I might have met you at an open house and we go through that buyer consultation or that listing consultation. I take it step by step every single through even just the verbiage and I'm like, you know, I just want to make sure you understand. So, you know, please don't take offense if I'm if I'm stating something that you already know. I just want to make sure that you don't have any questions or I don't assume that you already know this and a lot of things change with the times um, and with the market. So, I suggest, you know, if if you don't have a real estate agent, you know, you can find a lot of things online, but it's, you know, find somebody that you can trust and you feel comfortable with just saying, hey, I'm new and I'm I'm just thinking about it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, what do I need to do? How much money do I need to save? How long does the process take? And there are so many um, people and myself, you know, I'm, I'll take the time just to talk to you, whether you're ready or not ready, you know, you can call me to ask those questions and then you can say, you know what? I think I need a year and I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to call you in a year and see if you're ready. Um, I just helped a client get, you know, you know, um, they wanted to rent for a year. So I helped him get a rental. And then in six months, we're going to start going through that process. And, and, you know, they were like, Hey, you know, do you mind if I reach out to a lender now just to make sure I know what I'm going to need for a down payment? And I said, of course, I think that's a really great way to look at it. So you can be prepared when you start looking in six to nine months. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, so even if you aren't ready and you're just thinking about it, it's, it's finding that person that you trust and, um, and, and just getting the conversation started because there's more, you know, there's more than enough time to start looking, you know, we're not going in anywhere, <laughs> you know, and houses are going to keep popping up on the market. And, um, you know, so real estate is, it's, a, you know, it's, it's never going to stop, you know, there's highs and lows, but it's always here. So, you know, I, I want my clients to feel, you know, even if you don't start now, it's not like you, you have time. So don't feel pressure. If you feel pressure, you might not be making the right decision. For sure. For sure. Um, all great advice and <clears throat> it's a great approach that, that you take with that. And, and, and you know, one, of the, one of the things is um, outside of real estate and, and in terms of your passions, I know that uh, you started a photography business too, right? I did. Yeah. So I, I kind of was doing everything at the same time, which, you know, it, it I went from, you know, furlough where I wasn't doing anything <laughs> to I decided to start a photography business and get into real estate <laughs> all at the same time. So I launched my photography business and I, um, I, I do that part time along with the real estate. And so some of my clients are actually my real estate clients. I was going to say there's got to be a little bit of yeah. overlap there, right? Yeah, it is. And um, I even partner with other real estate agents to do lifestyle shoots for them. Oh, so, nice! Very cool. Yeah. 
um, because we all need marketing material, right? I 100%. mean, we all need we all need stuff for the gram. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so so true, it's so true. Um, but yeah. It, you know, I I love shooting families and kids and newborns and, you know, it's another just step of that relationship, you know, when, yeah. when you meet a family and the kids are looking at you like you're an alien and then by the end of it they're running at you and, and laughing hysterically and you're getting those amazing, genuine, candid shots, it it just makes my day. I mean, I go home and I immediately plug in my drive and I download the picture and and I just start laughing because I'm mm-hmm. seeing these great photographs that just bring me so much joy. So uh-huh. it's kind of like that closing feeling when when my clients close and I get to take a really cheesy video of them running out of the title company or I'm throwing them keys or they're popping champagne or something and um it's just it brings me so much happiness to be a part of that that moment. Um and the same thing with photography. So it's you know, with all the negativity in the world, there's these pockets of joy that I just, I love to be a part of. And I feel honored that somebody chose me to take pictures of their newborn or their kids or their engagement. I just did a proposal and it, it, it was so, it's just so magical to be a part of that. And, and it's just, you know, I, I feel so honored and grateful that somebody would trust me with that moment. So I love it. Oh, I love that. And, you know, it's such a cool skill set to have too just from the perspective of you know it sounds like you're you're there kind of all in the important moments of people's lives you know as a photographer you get to help them with the house and if they're selling it right yeah uh, photography for that but also those little those, those moments that come yeah <clears throat> out of being homeowners like yeah starting a family or or whatever that is right whatever yeah, looks you like can that. call me for any big moment i'm <laughs> sure i have an answer for you <laughs> oh that's amazing that's amazing well like thank you so so much for coming in and if you're listening and meg someone you know it sounds like someone that you want to connect with on the real estate side or if you're a realtor needing some photography i encourage you to fill out the form below contact her directly but meg thank you so so much for coming in uh, and being a part of the real estate mogul podcast thank you so much for having me it's such a pleasure to be here